Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for joining me this week for the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope that you're having a fabulous Tuesday morning. I am your host. So welcome and thank you. Today, I have a really interesting guest. And of course, as I always say, if you've been following me for any period of time, you know that I really am somewhat picky and choosy about who I bring on here to talk. But I do that for a couple of reasons. One, because I want to bring you the best possible information um, from a number of different amazing sources. And two, I really want to be able to show you how the concept of self-care in general really means so many different things. So my guest today is Justin Franson. He is an athleticism performance coach. The found, His company is called athleticism.com, which is fascinating, being that I'm a former competitive swimmer. And he's also a published author. So we're going to have a really interesting conversation about a number of different things today. Justin, thank you for joining me. Oh, Allison, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So why don't, before we get started, give, give us kind of the five fifty cent version, if you will, kind of the, your, a little bit about your story, where you're from and what you do. Oh, I live in Laguna Beach, California. I am an athleticism performance coach and started athleticism.com about 25 years ago, working with amateur and professional athletes. I do sensory motor nerve work for sports performance uh, whole body, whole brain, ambidexterity, coordination, training, uh, all to get the athletes in the infinite flow uh, of the universe. So they perform at a higher level and I treat concussions. And what I saw with our athletes was they were coming in with excess amounts of wearable technology. Uh-huh. And I saw them breaking down from that technology in particular we had one with a smartwatch on it when the strongest endurance athletes come through and his whole arm went weak from a smartwatch. So I said, Hey, get that radiation off your wrist. And his arm got better without me having to do much. And so that's what kind of brought me to where we are today with uh, emfrocks.com uh-huh. and our grounding bags. Okay. Fabulous. So I think this is a really good jump off point for us today because I feel like we're so dependent on technology, it seems like, in the world today between how we do our businesses, how we serve clients, just how we live in general. I mean, I don't really know anybody that doesn't have a smartphone of some type, right? And the the watches or so, the way you talk about it are extremely prevalent now. I mean, I don't have one, but I know a lot of people that do. And so I'm really curious um, to hear your perspective as a, you know, not just a performance coach, but just as a human being who's contributing to the health and fitness space in general, what do you think all this technology is doing to us in general? Well, it's more of what I know it is because it's been proven and it's chipping away at our life force. It's aging us faster. It's dehydrating us. It's causing cognitive challenge that can lead to an array of different health challenges, all the bigs. And it's the big reason for lack of fertility and lack of sleep. 
Interesting. Yeah, the lack of sleep thing, I think, is big. I've I've been reading a lot about that. And one of the things I try to teach my clients, whether we're on retreat or whether they're, you know, working with me in another capacity, is to really shut off screens at least an hour before bedtime, if not more than that. And a lot of people really have problems with that just because we, you know, are we're so, you know, it's such a habit, right? To be on our screens or use our devices in some way. Yeah, definitely. And that's a big point right there is the circadian rhythm of your body is known to really go there with sleep is when when the blue light is on and the sky's there you're awake yeah when the blue light's gone and it's dark it's nighttime so your body gets into this rhythm called the circadian rhythm where you start your organs start to rest and sleep and you heal and you have this hormone reproduction and and all the good comes and restoration yeah. comes from sleep absolutely but when you have a screen time on late at night it tricks you your circadian rhythm into thinking it's light out for three more hours because those those screens are so bright and yeah. with blue light white light that it tricks your body so you don't get into that deeper REM sleep for several hours. So your quality of sleep is really destroyed right away. Oh unless, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And unless you wear blue light blockers or, or even sunglasses, just dampen the the brightness of that screen. Yeah. Well, and I love what you said about what sleep and rest does for us. And I think everyone, you know, listening can agree and knows on a logical level what sleep and rest does for us. One of the analogies I like to use, especially since we talk about all things self-care here, is that it's like sleep is like what we do with our devices when we plug them in, right? It's like we're recharging, you know, and filling up our batteries again, right? So that we can function at a high level the next day. So can you break down just in the simplest terms how, you know, technology and screens, how that kind of chips away at that whole recharge process? You bet. Well, there's a lot of different steps in this process. So we talked about the color of the light messing with your body. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a big thing. You can limit that with screen time going away earlier or the blue light blockers or or sunglasses or something or dimming the computer screen. So it's Uh not so bright. It's not so bright. Right. But the other part of it is that all electricity, Allison, they're all one directional waveforms or they don't work. So when you have a wireless router, TV, all these wireless signals going on in your home, it's really disruptive for the body. Yeah. And it's different than how we're made. So the biggest thing on what keeps us up at night is if someone were to wake up at three, two, three, you know, four in the morning, what have you, it's because, and they can't go back to sleep. It's because of those signals. They're one directional waveforms that are pinging. They're always looking for connectivity. So your brain essentially tries to figure out what's pinging it uh-huh. and saying, Hey, talk. it's like someone tapping you on their shoulder. Allison's going, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me all night long. You're going, Hey, I want to sleep here. Yeah, and you're like, leave me alone. Come on, right? Leave me alone. But that's what your brain goes to figure out what those bandwidths are going. So you go into what we call a twilight sleep. So you don't get into that deep restorative sleep. And until you create a coherence with that stuff or a harmony with it, mm-hmm. that's when you'll get in the deeper sleep. And so how do you do that? Well, 
you have to either turn the signals off and get keep your home really quiet resonant. So your routers are on timers, your smart meters converted to analog, all your all your phones and wireless devices are on airplane mode. So that's the first step. But then if not, you can do the grounding bags and it's just like going outside and walking barefoot in the bag. Just mother nature has the medicinal qualities to recharge us. So you talk about the body getting recharged at sleep uh, when you're sleeping. The other aspect of our body getting recharged is our body really acts like a body battery, Allison. So we get the negative ion charge from the earth when we pull the electrons from it and we get the positive unpolarized charge from the sunlight and above. So our body really is this body battery. We, we need a negative and positive charge naturally from unpolarized resonances that, that are that are waveforms that distribute equally in every direction. Then we breathe in the minerals and hopefully we get it from some food, but that's how our body battery works. Mm-hmm. And then the sleep is that restoration process where when you're fully charged, then you're able to fill that bucket up of fullness, uh, that tank of fullness with all the replenishment that that occurs when you're sleeping, when you can get into those deeper states. Yeah, no, I love that. It's just, it's a very simplistic, it's a very simplistic way that you sort of painted the picture, I think, for everybody. And I think everybody can sort of like look at it as a series of, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. So I think that was that was really clear, but I want to go back to something that you we said at the very beginning of our conversation about how not only is technology weighing us down, but it's actually aging us faster. I would love for you to expand on that a little bit more. Well, being that a lot of us are over fifty, uh, I, including myself, yeah, we uh, we get to share with our experience and. A story I want to share with you is about my wife. When she mm-hmm. was about 48, she was experiencing some menopause, the start of it. Uh-huh. And she had night sweats that would wake her up every single night. So not sleeping through the night and would wake up with sweating. Her menstrual cycle stopped for three months mm-hmm. until we added the grounding bags back into our home. Or I should say right when we added the grounding bags back in our home, everything normalized. Her cycle returned, her night sweats went away, and she was able to sleep through the night. So the reason I'm mentioning this is because when you're going through that aging process and there's a transitional phase of going through menopause or starting it, it happens really quickly. But when you can see that these stressors and you can harmonize these stressors, you can then slow down that time frame of transition. So you actually slow down the aging process. So it didn't happen for years after we put the grounding bags in. Then all of a sudden, then she started to go through it naturally. But when she went through it, she didn't end up losing sleep and having those night sweats again. Yeah. So it was it was just a, a more smoother process. So we can quantify. I mean, that's huge. Like literally during that phase, we saw the aging process slow down. Yeah, It was unbelievable. Well, and I think just to, just to sort of summarize what you just said, um, because I have, you know, obviously a lot of of women listen to me, but I also have a lot of men listen to me too, is that, you know, when you, you talk about this, 
you know, the grounding effect, because basically, you know, we, and we talked about it a few minutes ago, you actually get to ground yourself when you go out in nature, you take a walk outside, you know, you, you put your feet into the earth and that has a grounding effect, right? So I think to just sort of summarize what we just said is that all this technology that we use on a daily basis, whether it be computers, phones, watches, tablets, heart rate monitors, et cetera, et cetera, we're just putting an incredible amount of energy into our body and we're already energetic beings, right? Because we're all, you know, made with energy. And so it's like we're supercharging ourselves, but not necessarily in a good supercharged way. So it's, it's a different waveform. Yeah. And that's the big thing is like an overload almost. Well, it's a, it's a polar opposite of mm-hmm. how our body's designed. And so that's the big challenge is, is we're designed, we call them scalar waves. So the, they're not one directional waves. Like the sun's not a one directional beam, Allison, yeah. that all of a sudden you're in it and then you step to the right and then you're out of it. And if it were that way and you were in it, it would just zap you because that's just not how the universe works. And same with the, yeah. the resonance of the earth. Uh-huh. It, it's it's a distributes equally in every direction. So you're not in it in one spot and then step two feet to the left and then you're out of it. it right, it's just right. a whole resonance. Or I, another way to explain it is when you drop a, a stone in, in, a, in a calm lake, yeah, you'll see that ripple, the ripple effect in every yeah. direction. It, yeah. It's that's the waveforms of the universe. They're called scalar waves. They distribute equally in every direction, but this is the big point here is all man-made electricity, whether it's electricity measured in milligoss or dirty electricity or the wireless signals, they're all one directional waveforms or they don't work. And they're so different to our body and the universe than how we were designed because we're one with the universe. Yeah. We weren't designed to have 60 gigahertz or 60 billion waves per second of 5g pointed at us yeah so that's just that's just not how we're designed and those towers don't work you can also look at the cell towers they have panels facing every direction yeah that's That's because they're one directional waveforms yeah that's a good point i think everyone can everyone has seen a cell tower you know with the different little panels around it so So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. What are some some ways? Can you like let's let's break this down in like really simple 
give me some ideas here on how this aging effect shows up in our body other than like an inter- interfering with our sleep and rest. I mean, obviously s- stress in the body has to go somewhere. So an overload of this one wave form technology that we're talking about um, sits in the body in a number of different ways. For example, I can think of, you know, you know, more muscle tension, um, which leads to, you know, risk of injury, which leads to other health problems later. So I would love to hear your perspective on that. Definitely. Well, I'm going to start with a Dr. Martin Paul and his mm-hmm. research out of Washington State. And what he found is whether it was low level electricity or higher level, uh, they measure this stuff in speed of a wavelengths. So whether it was just a smaller or slower bandwidth of 50 to 60 waves per second or up into 60 to 90 billion waves per second of the 5G, it still created a vibration effect in our body. And that vibration effect caused a secondary effect of cell and DNA damage. So it basically affected our voltage-gated calcium channel. So voltage-gated. So that's the energy the vitality of our cells, the health of our cells. Right. And 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 then and then in turn causes tremendous cell and DNA damage. So from there, what I've seen clinically is the body will start to get decharged. You'll lose some of your polarity in your eyes and then your teeth and your thymus, which is your upper chest, lower neck area, and then your large intestine. And We'll talk about it a little bit, but you can tap on our grounding bags and with one hand and the other hand can cover those areas and you can actually recharge your body battery with the grounding bags, which is really cool. But mm-hmm. once your body's decharged, you become a gateway for all the others. And I call them level one, two, and three. So level one, Allison, would be focus, lack of focus. It's all cognitive challenges, Uh memory, anxiety, fatigue, stress, behavioral challenges, headaches. Uh, Then you go into the more severe level two, ringing in the ears, muscle twitching, uh, rashes on the skin, bloody noses, uh, more severe migraines, uh, non-trauma concussion symptoms like we saw in the Havana cohort uh-huh. of nausea, vomiting. It's like that was not the Havana cohort was the first attack of U.S. embassy yeah. workers on foreign right. soil with microwave. And mm-hmm. so they get these non-trauma concussion symptoms. And then you go to the bigs, cancer, suicide, diabetes, Alzheimer's yeah. disease and cardiovascular disease. And then what we're seeing a lot now is the lack of fertility. But that is the spectrum of what yeah, this stuff is. And and real quickly, the bandwidth of our cell phone is 2.45 gigahertz. So it's like 2.45 waves per second, it's mm-hmm. billion waves per second. That's the same level that destructures water. 60 gigahertz is the 60 billion waves per second. That's a, That's the same bandwidth that destructures oxygen molecules. So H2O, if you take one hydrogen out of that, it's not water anymore. And our body yeah. doesn't know what to do with it. So that'll, that kind of gives you a lot to go on here with this topic. Yeah, no, well, I mean, it just goes to show you that, you know, the health of our cells is everything, you know? And so any way that anything that we can do to help protect that is just going to be better for us in the long run. So before we wrap up, 
I want to talk a little bit about grounding um, because I know you have you know products that help with that. I mean, one of the things that that I always encourage people to do is to get outside in nature, not just for the calming effect of what being outside does for us, you know, mentally more than anything, um, is that it literally decharges us, you know, to use your word. So um, I would love to hear just a few of your thoughts on just grounding in general. Like, I mean, obviously, other than using your products and going outside, what are other ways that people can effectively ground themselves? Yes. Getting grounded by nature, Allison, is yeah, the single is. most important thing that people can do for their health that's free. And yeah. the way you do it is to first off, just get outside and feel that sunlight. Also breathe in that microbiome and yeah, the fresh air. A, yeah, fresh air. And if you're in a climate where you can go barefoot, go barefoot for a period of time, as long as you can is better. If not, and you maybe you could do a picnic and lay down a blanket and have a picnic uh, so you're really close to the earth and, and touching the lawn. Uh, you can go touch a tree if you can't take your shoes off and lay down on the ground. Uh, for those of you that that are, are more adventurous, I would recommend you get in any body of water. I, I mean, I live in near the Pacific Ocean. I'm in it almost every day. Yeah. So I recommend you guys get into bodies of water, ocean, rivers, lakes. Yeah. Well, water is water is very calming anyway. Um, oh well, the general. sounds, the smells. Yeah. There's so much oxygen oxygen coming through it. You get the negative ions from it. It recharges. It's refreshing. The cold water therapy ends up being rejuvenating in so many yeah. ways for your body. So the benefit list is just absolutely extensive for yeah. how how good this is for your body yeah. and it's free you just have yeah. to go outside yeah and i think that's just is where people struggle because i think more people are because of the you know the obvious fact that so many of us are using more more technology now than we ever have i mean from how we do our banking to we can even shop for groceries online right to how we you know order food and communicate with people and and all of that. It's like, there's so much of that that's done with technology now. I think something as simple as going outside, even for a few minutes at a time, while it might seem really simple, I think is 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 tough for people to do just because of the way that we live. Yeah, I agree to agree. And, and yeah. I, think, I think we need to get back to feeling again. Yeah. And I, I feel a lot of the technology is numbing people into, yep. hey, let's wear this watch and see how many steps, steps I took or how many calories I burned yep. or or how well I slept. But but the thing is, is that's more of the direction we don't want to go. Yep. We want to get connected back to knowing how you feel. And you can use this technology, establish baselines and then yeah, retest it later on months later to see yeah. the end point and, and what your work put in, maybe a midline test, but it's not an everyday thing. Really get back to knowing how you feel, trust yeah. yourself, your body, connect to God, get grounded by nature, get outside, get barefoot and go yeah, live for life and smile. These are the pillars of health. Yeah. It's smiling, it's loving, touching, being together, sweating, breathing, stretching, lifting, exercising, praying. Yeah, like, the things our body were, the things we were created to do, right? That's exactly yeah. the pillars of health, not, yeah. you know, the 
drug induced stuff and, and, and then shutting down your oxygen supply. Yeah. Yeah. No, say it again for the people in the back. Right. So let's say someone out there is listening and they're like, yeah, you know, I just, I really can relate and resonate with this. I want to give me some easy, actionable tips that people could start with today, other than just turning off their screens. Well, first off, understand what the stressors are. So my biggest thing is really identifying what a stressor is. And once you do that, then you can establish proximity protocols with it. So if it is your screen and it's your computer, let's start there. Yeah. Maybe hardwire it, get fiber optic. It's faster, it's safer, it's more reliable, safer security wise, it's more reliable. And then there's minimal health challenges. So you can quiet down that resonance and then have your mouse of your computer hardwired in, not a mm-hmm. uh, Bluetooth. So turn yeah. the Bluetooth off on your computer and hardwire your mouse. Just right there, you save 2.45 billion ways per second times two, blasting you eight, 10 hours a day or however long you work. Yeah. I mean, that, that's significant stressor on your body that was just reduced. So yeah. Uh, Put your phone on airplane mode when you're not using it. Definitely have it on airplane mode when you're sleeping. Throw it in a Faraday bag. We have EMF rocks as we have Faraday bags. You can put it in a Faraday bag. We also get an outlet timer. They're $9 here in Southern California, maybe cheaper elsewhere. But you plug your router into that timer if your home is on a router, not hardwired, and have your timer go off when you're sleeping at night. So... Mm-hmm. There's no resonance of the wireless signals when you're asleep at night. And those are some really fun, easy things to start with. Yeah. Well, and it's just like what we've been talking about. It's like making a point to be out in nature, you know, as much as possible. I mean, where I live, it's, you know, we're recording this in December. So it's not typically a good month to be outside, you know, unless you're in Florida or or, you know, the tropics or somewhere where it, you know, never gets cold. But, but I think small amounts sometimes can, you know, not only can they help get us started, but it, it, it helps kind of breed a new habit and helps keeps us going. It will. And you'll feel so much more invigorated when you do and your focus, everything will be sharper. Your energy will be heightened. Your vitality and your resiliency will be strengthened and you just got to get outside. But again, I mean, the other part would be <laughs> stop wearing wearable technologies and establish proximity protocols with this stuff. So yeah. uh, you, you, you don't want to sleep with your head on the other side of a refrigerator. You don't want to sleep with your head on the other side of a smart meter. You don't want to have a massive TV screen and, and be two feet from it. Uh, you got, we got to have some protocols with this yeah. stuff and, and really identify it. And you could get meters to meter the strength of these signals. And mm-hmm. so that's a really easy way to start to identify it. Yeah. There's milligoss meters or Stetzer electric.com has the one they plug in the wall mm-hmm. to meter dirty electricity that can come from from the new lights, these LED lights have transformers in them. They kick off a ton of dirty electricity, which is basically static or sparking in the line. And yeah. unfortunately, so does solar. So Allison, for anyone wanting solar, I know it sounds great to get off the grid and and, and all, but the challenge is, is they haven't really figured out how to ground it out well enough yeah, to where it's I healthy agree with you. your home. 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not on board with that either, at least not yet. So, yeah. And then the other big thing is avoid driving electric cars because sitting on a massive battery has never been something that is good for your health and never been documented anywhere. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because I'm not on the electric car train, you know, at all. And I hear people talking about it's like the next coming and I'm just, you know, I'm, I have lots of concerns. So I'm, I'm so glad to hear you say that too, as somebody else who, who is, is advising not to drive an electric car. Allison, it's, I had a colleague that was measuring blood for professional athletes, got hired by the military to measure blood and special forces. He threw in a variable of guys and girls driving electric cars and it was his biggest marker change of 18% lower testosterone for them wow. driving wow. electric cars. Wow. Amazing. Justin, where can people or Justin, where can people find you? At athleticism.com, spelled athletic ISM for those who have trouble spelling it. And uh, or emfrocks.com. You can get all of our products. Uh, on athleticism.com. And a lot of people like to go to the EMF rocks to get the grounding bags to help them sleep and repel EMF. Okay. Fantastic. And so people can read about you and and what you do on your site. Oh yeah. And then I have a book uh, that we wrote on athleticism that covers all the pillars of awareness, which is what we're bringing to you today on this topic. And then Uh dives into the whole body and whole brain exercises, but there's so much endless information out there for those that want to read more on electricity and the history of it. I would recommend reading a book called the invisible rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. And it categorizes a history of electricity and life. And it's unbelievable because when it goes back to 1889, when we introduced electricity into the homes, the flu was here to stay. But yep. before that, the flu, they called it the flu because it would fly in and then fly out with solar flares. So there were yep. cosmic shifts. But then it spiked in 1918. So that all the pandemics it spiked and all those were directly correlated with increased uh, electrification of man-made signals. So 1918 was radio waves. Then uh, World War II was radar. Uh, Hong Kong flu was satellites. And then the last couple of years was the 5G rollout. So This stuff is real. It's documented. When you pollute our air, which is our environment, our bodies will adapt. And that's what we've seen the last two years. So there's nothing flying around to kill anyone. It's just our adaptation process at work because we're being radiated at levels that we've never seen. So it's more important now than ever to go outside and get grounded by nature. And it's a necessity right now to have the grounding bags in your home to keep you recharged and help you sleep and, and heal. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Good stuff. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I really appreciate you making time. Thank you, Allison. Fabulous. So anyone out there is curious and wants to know more about Justin and his work, please go to his website at athleticism.com um, or EFF, emfrocks.com. You'll find those links in the show notes as well as um, the Invisible Rainbow book. Um, if you're curious and you want to know more, um, simply for the fact of, you know, not just educating yourself, but helping with your day-to-day journey of self-care, because that's really what we talk about here is all things self-care. And before I sign off, I just want to thank you for all of your support, uh, for continuing to follow me and share my episodes and my message. 
uh, we're heard all around the world and we reach more and more people um, every single week. And I could not do it without you. So just know how how um, how incredibly grateful I am. We just had our third birthday um, in August and we'll be doing in the new year. We're going to be adding some new things. We also have added a second episode a week for those of you that are not aware we do a second episode every week where we talk about um, all things business. Um, so because your business also needs self-care too. So this is Allison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey in Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one. Mm-hmm.